0: Welcome to Digging Deeper, a show where we're just going to talk about something we really like and dive deep into it. Um, I am here with the one and only Bailey right mm-hmm. now. There's only one. It's there's me. Only, yeah, there's only one of you. It's me. Hello. I'm Bailey. Hi. Hi, Bailey. Of course, I'm Christian, and today we're going to talk about Breath of the Wild. Yes. Zelda, Breath of the Wild. Yeah. Should I preface that? I feel like you It's just you say Breath of the Wild and people know. Yeah,
1: you kind of <laughs> right. know what you're talking about. Is there another Breath of the Wild? There's only one Breath of the Wild and there's yeah. only one me. Oh, my so. God.
0: You guys have something in common. I know. <laughs> me and Breath of the Wild. <laughs> one and the same. It's mm-hmm. like Code Lyoko. Oh, man. Oh, man. <laughs> oh, man. Um. So, yeah. Bailey recently got a Nintendo Switch. Mm-hmm. And yeah, we,
1: we talked about that on the the most recent podcast compared to this one so
0: yeah, i guess those i think will be it was episode 20 yes um and i've been i think isaiah and i have been really pressuring you to play zelda breath of the wild yes cuz it has become one of my favorite games of all time you finally played it i should have asked you what your hour count was by the time you like beat all the story stuff if i were to guess in between 35 and 45 hours solid yeah, that's, yeah. Mm-hmm. So um, and
1: that's like with what when you say you complete the story stuff, you're about like twenty percent of the way. Yeah, done. true.
0: Like I think once I was done with the story stuff, I had like fifty hours in maybe. And then once I did everything, including all the DLC stuff, I think my Switch says I have like a hundred twenty-five hours in the game.
1: Yeah. So thirty-five, forty-five hours—that's kind of chump change. Yeah. In in that in that area for Breath of the Wild, so. It was enough to do all the mainline stuff. Like, I no longer have any main missions to
0: do in the game. So, it's all side missions. Did you do all the shrines? I did not do all, dude. I don't have, <laughs> no, okay. I don't have all the time. The for The shrines that. is man- maintainable, especially mm-hmm. like, I'm just cheap with it and I don't want to just walk around the map, like, you know, kind of like I'm mowing a lawn and going back and forth. Oh, back yeah, and no. Forth. I so, would... I just Googled the map of it and I yes. was like, I want to go to them. Mm-hmm. Um, the shrines are fine. No shame if you don't do the Korok seeds, though, because they uh, are like 999, I think. Yeah, it's not. That's not fair. No, that's. I don't think that's fun at that time. <laughs> no,
1: no, no, no. I think at my at the end of the game, my count for shrines was like 57. So how many are there? there? Is like 160 or something like that. Oh
0: gosh, I think so. There's yeah, a lot. There's a lot. But that's a good chunk of it.
1: Yeah. It was and, enough to get me a full row of hearts and like two things of stamina. Mm-hmm. So.
0: I'm Speaking of that. stamina, yes. I heard that your tactic at the beginning was to fill up your stamina first.
1: Yeah, I <laughs> I went through, like, I think a third of the map with three hearts, <laughs> and, like, <laughs> my tactic was basically to avoid all attacks and everything. Um, here, we should probably preface this a little bit more. This is a very open-world game. There is There is no level of linearity. To this game until it locks you in. I think one of five areas. There's only five areas in the game where you are stuck there and you have to hit a button to leave. Yeah, I right. think that's all the divine beasts in the castle.
0: And you can go into those whenever you want.
1: Whenever you want. There's no limit. And you
0: can generally approach those however you want to. Like you don't. It's not like follow a line and follow this path. It's like you have to do these things and you can do them in that divine beast or castle whenever you want to. Yeah. Which mm-hmm. is rad.
1: And I I think I stumbled upon like two of them and everything like that. But this is an entirely open world game where doing the shrines will increase the amount of stamina you can have. Stamina lets you run or climb for a certain amount of time and you expend it that way. And then health, I'm pretty sure we all know how that works. Yeah. (laughs) So so shrines help you build that. It's an open world game. You can kind of go wherever you want. Shrines are hidden all over the place. They're little kind of rewards you find. And yeah. And the map's huge also. I think there's about 12 chunks of the map that you can unlock through getting towers and everything like that. But I unlocked about a third of the map with three hearts, did a bunch of shit, always died in one hit, um, was getting frustrated, so I just was like, well, if I just don't get hit, I'll be fine. And I just started climbing everything and I needed more stamina for that. So, yeah.
0: I guess that's like a good tactic to get good at the game. Like, I just won't get hit, and then you're like, figure out how to dodge stuff yeah. and parry it. And like, there's a thing where if you do like a perfect dodge, it kind of slows down time. Yeah, you flurry get to rush. Do, yeah, flurry rush. And um, that stuff's really cool. And it actually takes a while to get down. Mm-hmm. Like, there's a couple shrines. They're the combat trials. Yeah. And it's that's basically like a training stage to train you how to like, mm-hmm. get those perfect dodges or how to parry and stuff. Yeah. And, um, those are actually my favorite shrines in the game. Um, I think they're really fun yeah they're probably the
1: most fun but the uh the combat is also it's kind of like the parrying if the dodging and the parrying wasn't there it would be kind of lackluster a little bit
0: oh for sure the combat is very simple
1: yeah it's a very simple just like there's no like combos or anything like that it's just you're gonna mash your button or you're gonna hold your attack button to charge an attack mm-hmm. that's pretty much it and then there's the extra layer of parrying and dodging or perfect dodging attacks which makes it a lot more fun
0: yeah mm-hmm Super good. So, um, I guess, well, not really to start because we've been talking for a yeah. while. What, what's your history with Zelda in general?
1: Um, I have never beaten a Zelda game okay. before Breath of the Wild. I, I played Wind Waker. I played Minish Cap. I played Twilight Princess. And I played Ocarina of Time. And I've never beaten any of those.
0: What, I, what's the reason?
1: Uh, I was a kid. And okay. I didn't, like, have the the constitution to keep up with it.
0: <laughs> so, do you think if if like we put Ocarina of Time in front of you right now, I you'd... could probably beat it. Okay. Like if I put
1: my mind, heart, and soul into it, I could probably do it. Yeah. Um. But yeah, I I never had like the urge to go and beat any of those games because I respect it, but it's not necessarily my thing. Like the the linear like go to this dungeon, go to that dungeon, do this, do that, in a certain order and all that, like, it's, I respect it. It's not, like, something that, at this point, I would find super, like, I really want to do that, you know? Yeah. It's not something I would go and seek out to have the experience.
0: Okay. Um, What is your history with it? So I've played Ocarina of Time only for a few hours, and I've beaten um, A Link Between Worlds, the one on the 3DS. Mm -hmm. It's kind of, like, I don't want to... It follows the same uh, mechanics as A Link to the Past. Yes. It's almost like a second version of that game. And I played the original on the NES a handful of times. Uh, My big problem with... And I beat A Link Between Worlds. I love that game. A Link... So, Zelda games that are top-down, I love those games. They're Mm -hmm. super fun. Um, But Ocarina of Time and all the other ones, I... It's not like the go to this dungeon go to this dungeon have these objectives things that turns me off it's mm-hmm. the combat mainly
1: the oh, whole yeah. um
0: ego raptor aaron hansen has a sequelitis video on this but like a lot of the that I'll put in the show notes too mm-hmm. but a lot of the combat is wait find an opening then strike mm-hmm. and that's with every enemy and that's just kind of boring to me yeah um so that was my biggest problem: is the combat wasn't enough to catch my attention. Yeah. So, like, if you put Ocarina in front of me right now, I probably wouldn't play it. Mhm. Just, just because it's not my thing. Yeah. But
1: mutual respect. Yeah, to, for sure. To it's, all the, all the like, titles.
0: I understand the significance. Yeah, but
1: and I can understand why the combat kind of sucks because they're like. Well, how do we even do this? You know, it's like one of the first iterations of like a character action style combat that they had. And I was Mm -hmm. like, you know, for the time, it's good.
0: Yeah, for sure. But now, no. No, (laughs) no, 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 no. (laughs) Mm -hmm. But yeah, I think uh, Breath of the Wild is like the Zelda game that makes me actually want to go back and play some of the older ones, even though I know it's yeah. so different from the rest of it's them.
1: It's entirely different. And the good thing about the Zelda series is the uh the constant reusable kind of story arc that they use of just like Ganon's back. You have the Triforce of Wisdom and the Triforce of Courage. Then you need to fight Ganon. And that can that leaves like so much room to expand upon and create like a new thing. Like they did with Breath of the Wild. It's an entirely open world game. It takes dungeon aspects from the last games but there's no lines to get anywhere there's no restrictions besides rain there's no height requirements yes <laughs> there's none of that <laughs> like if you see it literally if you see it you can go there mm-hmm. and like a lot of games boast boast that kind of like achievement but breath of the wild is the only one where i feel like it's accomplished
0: oh for sure um, I think one of the biggest aspects to that is the climbing mechanics in general. Yes. If if there's something that you see in Breath of the Wild, you can generally climb it. I think the only instances where you can't is, A, if it's raining. Mm-hmm. I mean, you can, but it's a struggle. Yes. And, B... Um, if it's ice. Yeah. And... Or inside the shrines.
1: Yes. So, like, really extremely smooth surfaces, you can't climb. Ice, because it's slippery. And rain, you can still climb it, but, like you're basically 1 foot forward, 2 steps back when you're yeah. climbing in the rain. You just you get up a little bit and you fall twice as far. It's just a waste of time.
0: Yeah, for mm-hmm. sure. But um like I've been playing a couple open world games lately and they're awesome, but the my biggest complaint is is I can't climb like I can in Breath of the Wild. Mm-hmm. Like I want to see I want to get to that vantage point and it's like I'm doing that awkward thing and you do in Sky, that you do in Skyrim where you like walk across Basically a vertical surface, yeah. And just keep jumping while you're walking across mm-hmm. it, and you just like get that zigzag line. We're like, okay, yeah. I can't you're go forward anymore here, and
1: you just turn around and continue to jump.
0: Yeah, like... for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's probably, I think, everyone's favorite aspect of the game.
1: Yeah, the the amount of openness in the game is incredible. It's ridiculous. I don't think anybody will or has ever achieved the, achieved <laughs> 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 achieved <laughs> achieved that level of openness in a game. And, like, mm-hmm. the amount of um, exploration that opens up as well is ridiculous. And the amount of things that you can do and learn where you just go, like, maybe I might be able to do this. And then you do it and it turns out you can. It's, like, amazing. It's just a big, it's a literal sandbox. Yeah. Like, the, the cooking is all exploration too. You're like, maybe these things will work together. You throw them in a pot, turns out it's good. Sometimes it's not. Sometimes yeah. it's very bad.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I love I love when you cook something very bad and it's... Titled "Dubious Food." Yeah, and, and then you blur it out.
1: Like yeah, it's not blurred even... out
0: like it's nudity or something. Yeah. you can't see it. <laughs> and the the descriptions like, it won't kill you probably. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. Mhm. Uh, it's great. They they take a bunch of mechanics from other games, and it's almost like they oversimplify it in a good way. Mhm. Um, like the food, you just combine it in your hand, throw it in a pot, and see if it works. Yeah um the weather yeah the weather um you can be in rain a thunderstorm it can be too hot too cold and you need to like put clothing on to adapt or mm-hmm. if you're in a storm you need to drop your metal equipment because lightning is going to strike down on you that took me a while to figure out i got struck mm-hmm. by lightning so many times i was like why the hell am i sparking and that's one of my favorite parts about the game too mm-hmm. is it doesn't it doesn't bombard you with a bunch of tutorials. Yes. And it's kind of like, figure it out on your own. And I like that for basically every instance of the game.
1: Yes. I I feel like that's what that game does at its best, is it makes you learn and have mm-hmm. to experience the environment. The game is definitely like trial by error, 100%. Sure. Like the game will start you out and be like, here's how you jump. Um, here's how you use your special abilities and your Sheikah Slate like your bombs and your magneto abilities and your ice abilities and your stasis abilities. And then after that, it's like uh, you can climb some things, and then you just go. Yeah. And that's pretty much it.
0: You get the basics, and that's it. Mm -hmm.
1: And everything else, the game will tell you through action, whether you get struck by lightning
0: or you freeze to death or you drown. (laughs) Mm -hmm. And there's basically like, I don't want to say no harm in dying, but there's almost no harm in dying because you're just Mm -hmm. put back Literally, like five steps away, yeah, in most instances. So, mm. the game's super good at letting you, yeah, experiment. It's not like Dark Souls, where if you experiment and die, it's like, shit I'm 20 minutes back,
1: yeah, and you're fucked, and you're like, all my currency's gone, like, yeah, you're still fine, you're still okay. Um, um I think I... that's another great thing about that game, too, is how it forces you to experiment and learn in a lot of situations. Because, like, when you go to a hot environment, you're like, fuck it, I hope I have some hot clothes or like an elixir for this to deal with this kind of problem. And it's not going to tell you to be like, go over here to get hot clothes. You're like, I I guess I need to find a place where hot clothes would be. Like it's a lot of guess and check. And it really rewards you for that guess and check. Like we were discussing like Korok seeds. You guess and check. Maybe if I'm on the top of this mountain, there's going to be a Korok seed. Most of the time there is. Yeah. Like uh, the exploration and the learning is definitely well intertwined between every aspect of the game. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, and just it's, being able to do that on your own is very rewarding.
0: Yeah. And it's just very smart. Like, if you think it, generally it's true. Like, if you're in a hot environment, you see some shade. Yeah. It's going to cool you down. Yeah. And I don't know why. Maybe it's because I haven't seen too many games do it, but that's smart as hell. <laughs> yeah. Me.
1: It's super smart. It's the game is top notch at following its own rules. Yeah. Like, it's a very, it's just like walking or throwing something. If I throw it this high, it's going to fall down at this place. Like, it's just, very much, it's a very well put together, Jesus, a very well put together place. Everything works how it's supposed to.
0: Yeah. All right. Um. So whenever seeing videos of this game in combat, I see some people do some crazy stuff. Yes. Like how you can experiment with what you want to do. I see some people like, use stasis on something, hit it a bunch of times, stand on top of it, and they fly through the air Mm -hmm. and hit a monster that I never knew existed or something. It's crazy. Yeah. Did you do any experimentation like that? Because when I played, I generally stuck to just regular basic combat because the combat was super fun to me. Yes. Yes, I did. (laughs) (laughs) Because I feel like, out of everyone in, like, our little... Out of everyone in the I Can Dig It camp, you're the one that... I would picture doing dumb shit in this Just because you can. <laughs> like, yeah, I know, but like, I know that's kind of what you seek in games at times. Yeah, but doing... I want to hear some of the crazy shit you've done.
1: <laughs> so in terms of combat, just like stasis an enemy and just constantly doing that and like piling shit around them and then blowing them up, that's always fun. Mm-hmm. Just when you can. Um, doing a magnesis on your boomerang, if you're fast enough to do it, that's really hard. But it, it's funny when it happens. It's not really effective. Oh,
0: does it? It just like keeps it spinning. It right? keeps it
1: spinning. <laughs> yeah. So if you can catch it while it's like spinning, you can just. It's like a saw blade that you can carry around. That's but it's, it's awesome. very hard. And you it should takes get a while.
0: one of the big boomerangs.
1: Yeah, that's what you have to. I tried Ugh. it with a small one and it never fucking worked. It's too worked. fast. Yeah. It's too fast. Um, that. But it was it, the stasis and the dumb shit really came in handy for a lot of the shrines. Yeah. Like, being able to stasis a ball and hit it hella hard and bank it off another wall and into the spot that you need it to get into. Mm-hmm. Like, I did that shit all the time. Like, it's like, you use these vents to push the ball out. And I'm like, nah, fuck that. <laughs> I would just hit it a certain way and just, it would bank into the
0: little thing. Yeah, so, and I like that too because I feel like if the developers saw you do that, they'd be like, I He like gets that. it. <laughs> yeah, he <laughs> just, he's just gonna do whatever he wants. That's yeah. awesome. <laughs>
1: yeah. Um, In terms of anything besides the stasis and the... Cryonesis or whatever. I think that one's probably the lamest one. It's helpful when you're on water, mm-hmm. but like as soon as you get uh, the Zora armor, that lets you deal with water better. Like cryonis doesn't really necessarily seem to be a problem unless you're trying to get like things out of the water, and that's pretty
0: much it. Yeah, I I do like that one though. How you can use it on like waterfalls and stuff. I know yeah. it's mainly just helpful for climbing, but I think that's super cool. Mm-hmm.
1: Um, besides that, getting around things that I wasn't supposed to. Revali's Gale is stupid mm. and it breaks a lot of the things with the Divine Beasts.
0: <laughs> the uh, Where you like hold the jump button and fly. Yeah.
1: There's um, a move... Whenever you're, you complete one of the main objectives in the game, which is uh, conquering a Divine Beast that was taken over by the main arch-villain of the series, Ganon, you need to go retake it. And every time you retake a Divine Beast, you get a special ability that the champion of that beast will give you. One of the... Uh, abilities is called Rivoli's Gale. And what it'll do is if you hold the jump button, you'll crouch for a second, you'll get like a power-up around you, and you let go of the jump button, and you'll fly up into the air with your paraglider, and you'll be able to glide wherever from there. So it's basically like being able to fly from a, like a high distance anywhere. Mm-hmm. And during the Divine Beast sections, there's a lot of walls you can't climb that are blocked off, but not the top part. So a lot of the time, you can just Revali's Gale up and fly into the area and then drop down but the funny thing about that is that as soon as you drop down, the gates open.
0: Oh, no, really? Yeah, like they're expecting like, you to do you, that you shit. It's like you won. It's yeah, fine. Like I, as soon
1: as you make it past it, it's like, ah, you did it.
0: <laughs> I think I did uh, that Divine Beast either last or second to last, so I didn't really do oh, that. Oh, man. It is so helpful. <laughs> mm. Just in any
1: part, like making it through the the last objective, uh, the castle, the Hyrule Castle, the Hyrule, Jesus, I'm having a hard time speaking <laughs> yeah. today. The Hyrule castle becomes trivial when you have Rivali's Gale at yeah. some points, and like if you have the Zora armor and you can just fly up waterfalls, and then Rivali's Gale wherever, and you get there in like a minute.
0: Yeah, the the castle though, if you go through it without Rivali's Gale, oh, is probably my favorite area in the entire game. Yes, it's like. There's so much lore in it. You find like the king's little secret room, kind of where he's got his journal, and you get to read a little bit about Zelda, which is cool. Mm-hmm. Um, it's got a bunch of cool weapons and enemies, and I that's probably like going through that area feels the most like uh, like dungeon crawling, I guess. Yeah, and it's so fun. Mm-hmm. Um, I like that one a lot.
1: Mm-hmm. It's definitely a really good area. I think my favorite area. Was probably the uh, the Goron area was mm-hmm. the Daruk the lava area. Yeah, just because I like those guys.
0: They're so cool. They're I love fun. how
1: bro-ish they are. Yeah, like, they're hey bro. <laughs> My first encounter with them was doing a shrine quest. Uh, I had to climb up like this big pillar. And oh, everything. Yep. And like, I didn't have Rivali's Gale at that point. So
0: I climbed up all over there. And he's like,
1: Bro, what's up? <laughs> you made it. <laughs> you got to climb back down and climb back up, and I'll let you in here. And I was like, Oh, cool. Thanks, man.
0: I know exactly what you're talking about. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That one's awesome. Those guys are super cool. They're very cool.
1: And I think I liked that champion the best out of all of them. Mm-hmm. The Daruk, the guy with the big white mane.
0: It's anytime you see a cutscene with him, he's just like, like, acknowledges that you're the little guy. And has mm-hmm. fun with it, and I yeah. really like that about him. Mm-hmm. And he's the only person
1: that like does some cool shit too. Yeah. Like he busts a boulder in half, and he's like, "What were we talking about?"
0: And you're like, "Dude, <laughs> <laughs> he's super cool." I also like, I forget her name. She's the um, red fish girl, bottom right. Mifa. Mifa. I love Mifa just because she's cute as fuck. She's cute. Yeah. She's really cool. Mm-hmm. That was actually probably my favorite divine beast to complete. I mm-hmm. liked that one a lot. Yeah, that one
1: was fun. I think that one, and then. The Gerudos was probably my favorite, because I like that boss. That boss yeah. was fun. That was, was the only boss where I felt like, ooh, they gotta getting tested a little mm-hmm. bit, you know? Yeah. I, I feel like they could have explained more in that fight, though, because uh, the Gerudos Divine Beast is like a lightning-based one, and so the boss for that one is very fast and lightning-based and all that. Oh,
0: that boss was... Uh-huh. Is that the one where you have to
1: um, use
0: Magnesis? Yeah. Yeah.
1: So that boss fight, they don't tell you. That was the the last Divine Beast I did, so I felt like pretty comfortable with the combat at that point. And so when this boss shows up, the champion goes like, "Be careful! This boss is fast. It fucked me up a while ago." And you go, "Okay." And then it zips right in front of you within like three moves. It goes like, "Bam, bam, bam," and it's in your face and it hits you. What they do not tell you is that the main part of that fight is you're supposed to perfect dodge that. Because when you perfect dodge it, she goes, "Great, you did it!" Like she gives you a vocal cue, like that's the way to do that. Yeah, and so like when he's covered in electricity and he comes and hits you, you're supposed to perfect dodge him because you're not supposed to get hit. Yeah, because once you get hit with electricity, you're stunned and you drop all of your weapons. Yeah, so I feel like that would have been a little more useful <laughs> to know. Like, but it's
0: actually but it's so rewarding when you do it and you're like, oh, that's what I was supposed to do. Yeah,
1: because like uh. At first, like, that was my first instinct because like, I'd already been doing that. So I was like, MMM, I blocked her first. I'm like, okay, that's what he's going to do next time. Did it. And she was like, cool. And I'm like, what? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like, you couldn't have told me? That seems yeah. a little fast.
0: <laughs> that's awesome. It's yeah. so funny. And mm-hmm. yeah, just a lot of the combat is just trial and error, like kind of using your brain. Like I think that same one, he drops down a bunch of I don't, I don't know what to call them. Like a conductor's, basically. Yeah, and you have to magnesis them right next to the dude, and it shocks him. Yeah. And then he gets hurt, and then you can wail on him a little bit. Mm-hmm. And it's like, I didn't know that, but you just got to use your brain. Yeah. <laughs>
1: yeah, and that's definitely something, like, as we already said, like, the game flows within its own rules. Like, what should make sense does make sense. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, I think you saw me do it when I snuck onto the big goblin's hand.
0: That, I, that was a surprise for me. Because,
1: like remember, like I told you, during the first third of my game, I had three hearts. Yeah. <laughs> and I didn't have a lot of weapons. And I saw that they had weapons on their chest. There's these big goblin enemies called, I think, heroxes or something like that. I think so. But yeah, there's something sure. with an H. They're a giant goblin. And every time you find one, he's always sleeping. And he occasionally puts his hand on the ground and lifts it back up on his chest and puts it back on the ground. And these enemies have a lot of really good weapons around their chest that you get when you beat them. But if you're sneaky enough, you can just walk up onto his hand and his hand will carry you to his chest and you can just steal all the stuff off his chest and walk away. Yeah. And so there is a part at the beginning of the game where I had to fight three of those guys to get a shrine. And I'm like, well, I want to get the shrine. So I had to sneak onto all their things, grab their stuff, and then go fight them individually and not get hit.
0: Yeah. (laughs) And not get hit. Yeah. Because you had three hearts. Yeah.
1: (laughs) Nice. So... So, yeah, using your brain in
0: all scenarios definitely works. <laughs> yeah. This game is just, like, so unlike any game I've ever played. Mm-hmm. It's so fun, so good. The art style is probably one of my favorite parts about it. Yeah, it's so simple. And, yeah. like,
1: it's very warm colors, too. Like, the the palette I don't think ever really hits, like, very dark, broody colors until, like, you're talking about effects on Ganon yeah. and everything. And the other, Every other part of the map is just very brightly colored, and it contrasts well with the light, and the shadows they create are very beautiful. Yeah,
0: it's such a nice um, breath of fresh air compared yeah. to like a lot uh, of the yeah, other Yeah, Breath games. of the Wild. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> coming from a lot of the other games that were coming out, they're like, so many games now are using like browns and dark blues yeah. and stuff, which, I mean, makes sense for a lot of games, but mm-hmm. it looks, Breath of the Wild just, it stands out. Yeah. It's awesome. Mm-hmm. Um, I really like it. What what do you think of Ganon, the final boss?
1: Um, I was a little underwhelmed at that point because, um, like we had talked about, if you were aware of a lot of your combat capabilities, such as parrying and perfect dodging, which the game doesn't tell you about necessarily, I think it doesn't like one shrine, and it gets you like one simple enemy to practice on, and that's it. But you mm-hmm. first, you have to find that shrine and then you have to like be able to use it on other enemies instead of just the one very basic enemy. But um, the game doesn't tell you about being able to deflect lasers. Yeah. So within the game, there are a lot of, I guess, mini-bosses that have the ability to shoot a huge laser at you, like just a giant laser beam. And if you're fast enough, you can uh, perfect parry it, and you will deflect the laser back at their face and blow them up. The game never tells you about that. I knew about this because I'd saw people do dumb things on videos before and I'm like, that looks cool, I want to do that. And so you can kind of figure it out, it takes a while, but you get it eventually. And the final boss, Ganon, gets into I think his final phase during his last quarter of health and he's all like in this perfect kind of guard. So you can't naturally hit him. You have to either perfect parry a laser back at him, or you have to perfect dodge and attack him that way. And Knowing how to do all those things, I felt very prepared to do that. Like, I think I got hit twice during that whole fight just because I knew. And I had a Lionel bow, which lets you shoot, like, three arrows at the same time. And I had a ton of bomb arrows. It's yeah. so, like every time I got on a wall, I just shot him down. Mm-hmm. That wasn't really a problem for me. Like, I came well prepared. Yeah. Um, but I didn't feel that it was a very hard boss fight. Was it satisfying to do all those things? Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes, it was. But then again, we're also talking about just his first phase. Yeah. So his first phase uh, is very familiar, and that one's pretty standard. And it was it's rewarding,
0: yeah. basically. He's basically just crawling on the ground trying to hit you, you dodging him. It's a standard boss fight.
1: Yeah. But then, after you get past that, spoilers, I guess you're about to go into. Yeah. Yeah, spoilers for Breath of the Wild. Um, you get into a separate phase where he becomes a huge hog monster. And that phase kind of sucks.
0: Yeah, it's... It's just tedious. Yeah. It's a cool idea. It's a very cool idea, yes. He turns into a giant hog, like so big, his whole body can't fit on screen, essentially. Yeah, you'd have to be a great distance away to get his whole body on screen. And it gives you a horse and a nice bow, and you have to ride around him and shoot these spots that are targeted on his body that are like his weak spots.
1: Yeah. Um, And we've already talked about this. You brought it up. It's
0: basically a wait for an opening fight. Yes. Mm Mm-hmm. And then once you get him down to a certain health, you have to wait for a part on his face for like an eye to open and you shoot that. That's the part I thought was most tedious because you have to kind of wait, or at least the way I did it, I like had to wait for some air to rise to the ground from the ground so I could jump up.
1: You have to wait for his like laser beam attack from like his mouth and it sets the grass on fire and then you get an uplift from that
0: of air. Yeah. And by the time I got up, his eye was gone. And that happened multiple times, and it just felt really tedious. Yeah.
1: I figured out at that point, like, his his laser is much smaller than it looks like. You could dodge it on foot. Ooh. Yeah. So I just basically sat in front of his face and waited for him to shoot the laser, and it comes out very slow, and it's very small. But, it, like, the effect that it has is a lot bigger, which is weird. hmm But I just waited for him to do that, and then I, I had enough time. I assume you had to, like, you're running around. You saw him do it. You had to run to his face. Get off your yes. horse
0: and do it that way. Yeah. That's... And it was very <laughs> tedious. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. Um I liked his first phase a lot, second phase. Eh. But oh, I yeah. I'd like to try that boss fight again, going to him without doing any of the divine beasts. Yeah. I was wondering about that. Because you like... can since you can do whatever you want in this game at whatever time, you can uh just go to him immediately instead of doing the divine beasts. Mm-hmm. If you go to him after obtaining the divine beasts, they'll shoot lasers at him. And get his health down to like half percent. Yes. Yeah, like halfway um, if you unlock all of them. But if you don't, I'm assuming you go in there and he's just at full health.
1: Yeah. And even stronger. Which at that point, I don't think the... I would assume the boss fight wouldn't change.
0: I don't think so either, but I wonder. I
1: wonder. I I haven't heard
0: anything about it though, so I would assume that it doesn't change.
1: I would want to try for Mm -hmm. sure. Just to know.
0: Overall, great game. Great game. game.
1: would recommend it to anybody who has a Switch who likes video games um and who is a soft
0: spot for Zelda even people who don't like video games i feel like yeah. really get into this one just cuz it it is so simple but mm-hmm. still like satisfying enough for someone who does play a bunch of video games yeah. it's great and it hits a lot of uh, a lot of sweet spots that like
1: other people might appreciate like there's a whole picture system in the game if you want to like Document all the animals and cool stuff you see. You can do that. That's a, a feature in the game. It's possible to do that. If you just want to go around and collect Korok seeds, you can do that too. Like this, this game has many different features to it that a lot of people can appreciate. Yeah,
0: so many side missions and stuff too. Mm-hmm.
1: At least 120 plus hours worth of stuff to do. Yeah, like
0: I, I still haven't even done all the side missions. and Yeah, stuff. of course not. Like, <laughs> and then the DLC is pretty good. Your next, your next assignment is to do the DLC. <laughs> I I want you to do the hero trials. I don't I don't think I have it on my switch. I'm gonna have to get it. I'm fucked, man. Because like <laughs> A, the dirt bike is awesome.
1: <laughs> yeah. I was looking forward to having a dirt bike because I never used my horse ever. They're just too much maintenance. They are. And like to be honest, they don't control very well no. compared to how you can with just on your feet. On
0: like a flat surface they control well, but once you want to go up a hill or something, it's, yeah. it's and
1: that's bad. like the majority of the game. I want to go yeah. up there.
0: Like the horse can't take me there yeah but the dirt bike's cool it controls very well and the hero trials are tough yeah and awesome you know about them at all i don't i know they're hard that's it i don't know if i want to say anything it's pretty simple actually okay you remember that island where it takes everything away from you
1: oh is that what it does it just takes stuff away from you and goes like solve the problem
0: yeah okay it's awesome do you still have all of your like abilities Not the ones from the Divine Beasts. Okay. But I'm pretty sure you still have all of your hearts and all of your stamina. Okay. I'm pretty sure. Don't quote me on that. I could do that. But it's fun. The, like, last ones, they're tough. They're tough? But they're so fun. When you die, is it forgiving or does it send you back? When you die, you have to restart the entire session. The entire trials? Yes. How many trials are there? Um... There's probably about ten or fifteen in each because there's like easy, medium, and hard. You have to do easy for like the first trials, then the third, second trials, okay. then the third. Okay. So there's
1: about like forty, fifty trials. Yeah.
0: Okay. So if you like die on the second one, then you only have to start from the second one. Like that's your checkpoint. Gotcha. It's on not going to send you all the way back to easy. No. Okay, that'd be awful. <laughs> yeah. Um, it it's super fun. Oof. Awesome. You need to do that next. <laughs> I will. I'll check it out. Sweet. Mm-hmm. Um. Anything else you want to mention about the game? Uh, Zelda's cute. She's a cutie. That's pretty much it. I just wish like you saw a little bit more of her perspective, or like got to play as her. Yeah. I don't know. The memories
1: I... don't necessarily do her justice. No,
0: no. Because like I picture her as this awesome badass. Yeah. I wish that the memories pictured her a little bit more as that. Yeah. Her voice actor actress bugs me a little bit.
1: A little too breathy for my taste. Yeah, she's my just teeth. a little too whiny. <laughs> <for
0: me. laughs> yeah. Um, what else? Shield surfing, I love shield surfing. Yeah, I'm glad you told me how to do that because, like, wow, that's fun. If you're, like, on top of a hill and you, like, jump and pull out your shield, you just surf on the dirt until you get down. It turns into Tony Hawk's Pro Surfer. (laughs) Pro Surfer. Yep. It's awesome. It's very good. but um, Mm -hmm. A lot of things
1: to explore in this game. There's no way we could talk about everything. Mm -hmm. Just hit some points we really liked. Play it. <laughs> Play it. Like, go experience it
0: for yourself. Everybody has a different experience. It's on the Wii U, too, if you have a Wii yeah. U and not a Switch. Mm-hmm. I mean, I know fewer people have a Wii U than a Switch. <laughs> Which is kind of sad, but that's how it is. <laughs> that, that's the game. That's what happens. <laughs> but um, I think that's about it. Yeah. All right. Sick. Um, thanks for listening to us gush about Breath of the Wild. Mm-hmm. This is one of my favorite games ever, honestly. Um You can find us on Twitter at ICanDigItPod and our website at ICanDigIt.blog. And until next time, um, I'm Christian. I'm Bailey. And goodbye. Bye. (laughs) Give him a kiss? Yeah, give him a kiss. (laughs)